I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Hello and welcome back to a lockdown edition of Belligerence. I'm here in quarantine with the always contaminated Jay Colin Tony, and I'm Dean. Hello. This is nothing new for you. Yeah. I mean, you've been coughing. It's funny because you've been coughing for a while. Yeah, it's not funny. I for start about a, lot a month. Of, you know, I notice I listen to the show more often now, and I start a lot of sentences with "It's funny." Yeah. I don't like that I do that. I, I'm noticing a lot of verbal tics about myself. Well, it's, it's making me very self-conscious. But it's not funny. Does this show made you self-conscious? No. I mean, you've been on microphones and stuff a lot longer than I I sit have. on them, actually. Oh, <laughs> and rotate? Yeah. SM58s are the best. Uh, no, uh, sure, SM7B has to be better. No, it's a little wide. I like the ball at the end. All right. All right, Jay. Huh? Jesus Christ. <laughs> No, but seriously, I notice like these rebel ticks about myself. Like I say literally way too often and I say seriously a lot and I say it's funny. Yeah, but I don't know why anyone listens to me. I don't know. Me. Why do you like, why are you analyzing very yourself, critical dude? of myself, what the Jay? Fuck, man? You know me. I'm my own worst critic. Analyze this. Analyze this with Dean Pennington. Um, how's, how, how's the brave new world treating you, Gerald? I don't know, man. It's kind of weird. This is uh, day one, well, round zero. So Is it day one? For me, it is. Why? Oh, well, you got uh, again. We can't we can't speak the name of your company, but you you've got a little uh, extended vacation here. Yeah, it's I uh, took some time off, and um, and they basically said uh, don't bother coming. I got to tell in. you, you nailed the PTO scheduling. Well, well right? done. Yeah, you nailed it. I I was like, well, it's funny that you should say that because I just talked to my friend Jimmy, and um, he had messaged messaged me today and told me to download uh, a game in uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, well, Phil did too. So Phil, you get credit. I know you listen to the podcast. So, but yeah, so he said download Call of Duty Warzone. It's free. So I was like, yeah, Phil already told me I'm downloading it now. And I said, Jimmy, do you remember uh, like five days ago? I said to you in the warehouse, I said, uh, you know, I'm probably not coming back Monday. I I I said I I I don't think that we're gonna be in business. <laughs> Uh, after Sunday. Well, and he looked at me nailed it. and he's like, why is that? I said, dude, it's, it's getting funky out there. And, and getting yeah, sure enough, there. man, uh, that's what happened. Yeah. It's pretty scary, man. I mean, you know, um, if you've listened to the show for this long, you know, if you've listened to the first 40 episodes of belligerence, you know, that we're not going to have the most serious take on this thing, but it is serious. And you know, it's messed up. It's funny. Jay, you know what? fascinates me how that, stupid people well, are no that overnight all of a sudden all my friends and everyone i know is a medical doctor oh it's remarkable that everybody suddenly is a doctor and knows everything <coughs> it's really it's really something it, it's really i gotta say i'm impressed with, with the, the only people i associate with i'm impressed with all of you i really am because i never knew that you had this kind of medical knowledge deep down inside you me no, everybody. Oh no, no, me. You I included. No, I, I, I 
did the right thing. And I just, if I need to know anything about the coronavirus, I actually just go on to the CDC. I just wish read people about it. would turn the news off. And I'm not, I swear to God, I'm not talking about you. I'm just. Dude, I don't watch the news. Well, I just said I'm getting defensive. I am I because you've I'm been not. saying this shit. Well, the other night you were paranoid I, as all excuse hell. Excuse me. Excuse me. Don't even fucking go there. Well, I the wasn't paranoid. So let me, let me tell I the wasn't story. paranoid. The people that okay. were in my apartment were paranoid. I even hey, said buddy, to you. we're in this together. No, I said to you, I'm not, because you sound like my fucking wife now telling me I'm paranoid. I was like, I'm, I'm like, what the fuck, man? I wasn't paranoid. I was just sitting there going, yeah, this is what happened. The dean did the right thing. And then it was like it became a shit show in my in my apartment. So I turned around and I walked in the bedroom, closed the fucking door, and shut everybody out. So I have a couple of dear friends of mine who have both come in pretty close proximity to this thing, and uh, I'm sure that's going to happen to all of us at one point or another. Um, but it hasn't already happened to me. So Connor, who has hosted this show, and we started another podcast, and immediately now we have to take a break from it because Connor's cousin, um, who is an intensive care nurse, uh is presumably infected with coronavirus. And so the story, the other night I was fixing a laptop for Connor's girlfriend, Leah, and he was going to come by and they were going to hang out. And Connor called me on the way here and he said, I'm going to drop the bag off. I'm, you know, I just out of an abundance of caution, I'm going to just drop it off and leave. And that's that. So he dropped it off. I Lysoled everything in the bag. And I told you this and man, your family got mad. <laughs> yeah, I was, and I explained it to them, like what you did, and but it's like, what am I supposed to do? Like that was, I mean, that's the right way to it handle got, it. But no? it got weird, you know, and and uh, well, it got weird because like it just would not relent. And then I came down like an hour later. I forgot. I, oh, because you let me borrow a charger. And I came down to return it, and I walk in, and I immediately get an attitude from your niece. <laughs> I was like, get out of here. Yeah, I walked. I walked in the door, coming back down from because I was hanging out with you. Uh, watching you do the computer and and I I came down and the first thing out of her mouth was don't touch me and I'm like that just set me off and I just I got really pissed off and I'm like come on tensions are high yeah but it's stupid man it's like what I do for a living has to deal with a lot of um, well, you, you deal with the public a lot of public and so does your wife yeah and so it's like if anybody's gonna get infected with this shit would be us because we do deal with the public and thank god knock on wood i've been good i've been you know i have this i've had this cough like you said for the past month but now is it awkward when you're coughing yeah it sucks because i (laughs) feel like like the record scratch and everyone looks over at you yeah but like we were at market basket yesterday and people were coughing all over the place well a guy sneezed on you at micro center oh my fucking god dude i was like so me and jay were at micro center last week a couple days ago actually and uh a guy tried to sneeze into his elbow and missed and sneezed all over Jay. <laughs> Dean said, you should have just fucking punched him in the face. That would have been great headlines. Yeah. Um, well, I was in Chipotle. Oh, that was a great, this is a great so story. So Jay, so, you know, we're telling like stories from the front line here on Belligerence. Um, I went to Chipotle the other night because I like burritos, Jay. And do you know the Three Amigos is closed? What? Three Amigos is closed. My favorite taco shop. Down the street. So they're, not even, they're, so they're not even doing Close takeout. Along. Nothing. They closed down. Well, that's their prerogative. So I guess I'm going to have to fucking go to Chipotle and risk my life. So I walk in. <laughs> now this is what? Sunday? Sunday No, night. no, Monday. Saturday. Excuse me. Was two, it was two nights ago. 
Yeah, because Gino's gone. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Two yeah, nights yeah. ago. So I walk in Chipotle, and I order my burrito, and I'm checking out. And the girl behind the counter is doing all the right things. She's has gloves on. She's, you know, has her hair pulled back. She's, you know, following everything. And she turns her head and does this. Yeah, very Liter- gently. Literally just clear her throat. Like yeah. it could not, she did it into her shoulder and it was like very subtle. And the woman that she's serving goes, excuse me, what, what was that? And the girl goes, I was clearing my throat. She goes, if you if you are coughing and you think something's wrong, you shouldn't be here. But you should be. Yeah. And then the girl's like, ma'am, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I was just clearing my throat. And she goes, I want someone else to make my food. I don't feel comfortable with you making my food. But see, that's that's. But then again, I, she would have been there coughing all over the food all day if she had coronavirus. But see, that's the other thing. Like, that's the whole that's the whole concept that I was gonna. Well, I threw out there earlier was when I said, you know, people suck because it's like, first of all, she walks into Chipotle to eat, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, she's entitled now. But, yeah, but doesn't she, does she realize that if that girl was there all day, yeah, preparing food, that the whole crew, even including Chipotle restaurant could have coronavirus. Like, yeah. are you that fucking stupid? It's like if you're that paranoid that if someone clears the why would you go? And, what are you why, doing? What, stay in your yeah, house. Stay in your house. Um, our my representative Michael Day. I uh, got to shout him out because, um, so Michael Day uh, is the representative for Stoneham and Winchester, Massachusetts, and he <clears throat> posted something on Facebook a little while ago. Actually, he's your rep too. I don't think I told you this yet. Um, he posts on Facebook. I've been told that the police have had to respond to multiple house parties in the last 24 hours. If you're a parent or host allowing this kind of behavior, stop being an idiot. What the fuck? Stop being selfish. You're putting lives at danger, in danger. Grow up. I loved it. It's like exactly what you needed to say. What Good a, for you. What fucking idiots. It's like people, man. I, I just like, you know. Well, because been, the kids are out of school. They're having like house parties. You know, I should know better. I really should know better, man. But I, I can't. I'm in full on, uh, what I call, uh, what the hell's the word I'm looking for here? God damn it, air assault mode. That's not the word. I'm, I'm, I'm like drawing a blank. Um, but my friends used to joke that when, uh, when there was like an argument going on on Facebook, they'd call me in for an airstrike because, like, you know me. What the fuck. Um. So I'm in full on, I'm in full on air assault mode. Yeah, your battle mode. Because like, I don't know, man. There's two ends of the spectrum, right? There's the people who, for some reason, think this is a hoax or that we're overreacting or people who think that this is some sort of false flag or there was one person who I'm not going to name, but I always have this kind of confrontation with them. Every time something happens, Jay, every time, like remember the, the marathon bomber and they locked down the city? Yep. Every time something happens where society as a whole has to respond to it, he starts with the infringing on freedoms bullshit. And he writes this diatribe what the fuck about you- how we're getting our rights infringed on, where he's worried about we're all overreacting. And the example he used, get this, he uses an example that he couldn't use cash at Starbucks because they weren't taking cash, which is a lot of businesses are saying card only. 
because the cashier usually doesn't touch the card. That's the about you, but I haven't had cash on me in fucking years. So I'm like, I respond to one. I'm like, you know, I was waiting for this kind of martial law bullshit from you because every time something happens, you know, you, you respond with this like martial law garbage. And it's funny. I said to him, you're a Bernie supporter, which is surprising because like what happened to the greater good? Like, is it really that hard to understand that this isn't about you? Like, you're a 30-something, you're relatively healthy probably, I don't know you that well, probably healthy enough, you're 99.5% chance you're going to survive, but you know what? It's not about you, man. It's about the people that are immunocompromised. It's about yeah. the elderly. It's about the people you're going to come into contact with. They're going to give a disease that has like a one in five shot of killing them. <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, dude, look at my wife. My wife has lupus. And- yeah, man. And it's like, wouldn't you be pissed off if some idiot... Who wasn't obeying just out of just because he felt like his freedoms are being infringed upon? Well, I think my wife's freedom is being infringed upon. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that America should step up and do the right thing. And, and in fairness, I think you I know think why going I said that, that right? Well, yeah, I know. I don't. I don't know how deep you want to go down that hole. That just fucking pisses me off. But like, you know, I think that especially people who are immunocompromised should be protected during this and should not worry about income and not worry about their jobs. And like, you know. For someone to come out and say, like, oh, excuse me, uh, you're infringing on my rights. It's like, where in the Bill of Rights does it say you, 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 have, to, you have to be allowed to pay cash at Starbucks? What amendment's that? Um, there isn't any. It's just, I don't get... It's like, fucking stupid. Like, just, can we just do what's good for society for once? Can we show a little bit of fucking humanity collectively? Like, forget about does your stupid not, ideology. Does just he not fucking, have plastic, like... Who knows, man? I think it was just a principles thing, but it's like. Well, I mean, now now it's to the point with Starbucks is they're just taking mobile orders. Well, the Starbucks near us is they have the seating area like barricaded yeah. off. Um, and they've gotten rid of like straws and condiments and whatever. Um, and you have to like ask for it. Yeah. But like, hey, big fucking deal. Like. That's cool. What kind of elitist prick would you be if you were like, hmm. I can't sit at Starbucks I can't and have sit. my macchiato. I can't, I can't, I can't use Excuse my. Excuse me, I, I was going to come my, here with my Macintosh and I was going to work on my marketing plan. I can't use my laptop. Like, fuck I off. can't sit down. It's like, get your coffee and go the fuck home, asshole. I'm like, and, wait a minute, here's another thing. Today, <laughs> I didn't go, go out and get coffee, <laughs> right? My wife and I, we bought, we bought some Keurig stuff and we bought, um, uh, I bought, I actually bought the Starbucks creamer stuff. Those things are cool. Um, so I, you know, I basically was just like, fuck, man. I'm like, make your own fucking coffee. Do you have to go out every fucking day to get coffee? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, and I'm, you know, I'm not saying don't get coffee because I, I, I like to go out and get coffee too, you know, yeah. but, but I just sit there and I go fucking. It's like priorities, man. Like, is that really that high? Like I went out and got coffee. I'm not going to lie, but like I went out, <laughs> ordered mobile. Went in, got my coffee, and got left. the fuck out of there, yeah. and came home. That's what we did the other day. Yeah, that's all. No complaints here. I went to the liquor store a little while ago, got stocked up on some beers. I was talking to the woman at the register. She said, like, you know, we're staying open. And, you know, she was like, we're worried about finances. And, like, we can't afford to close. And, you know, it's not lost on me that small businesses are going to suffer from this. Like, even if this administration and the car and Congress and everyone's kind of, it's nice to see that like there actually has been some bipartisan effort to yeah. like mitigate some of the damage that this is going to do. But the reality is that like small businesses are going to suffer from this and they're going to suffer probably for a long time after it's over. And like, I have, uh, I'm lucky enough to be able to work from home. And yeah. so is Gina. 
Like I'm very lucky. And I work for a company that like, man, I got an email from the CEO and I don't, I'm not going to say what company I work for. If you listen to the show long enough, you probably already know, but I got an email from the CEO today and it was like, just so encouraging. And like, they're doing things like if your kids are off of school, you don't have to use your PTO. Like just take the time off, take care of your kids. We're going to pay you. And it's like, I'm fucking lucky, man. And like Gina can work from home and like our income is probably not going to be affected in any real way. And it's like, but I I know that this people, like they just closed construction sites all over the state. It's like those people are going to suffer. Even if they can get like unemployment insurance, it's still not the same, right? Well, it's not. I mean, they're not going to get, they're going to get anywhere from 50 to 60% of their pay. And like, of course I feel for these people. That's better than nothing. Some people aren't getting anything. You know what I mean? And like, I think that like, you know, this is a good chance for society to step up and lift up the people that aren't fortunate enough to be able to make it through this. Unscathed. Well, it's also, it's also time for mankind to step up and yeah. be kind to one another. Be like, kind, be responsible. Like people, people are like so fucking uppity about shit. And it's like, you know, okay, I'm going to go there. Oh God. What the fuck is the deal with toilet paper? Oh God. Oh my God. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm ser- no, because I, I love this because who's buying it? Cause it seems like everyone I talk to is baffled by this. Well, here's the best part. The guy at the C- on the CDC, I forget the doctor's name. Oh, see. He steps up. No, the other one. I don't know. Um, he's got, a, he's got a beard. I don't know. Well, he I, steps I, I, up to, to be the, honest with you. I haven't been paying that close. He steps up to the microphone uh, and he goes like this. He goes, this isn't a virus that has anything to do with your, you're not going to have diarrhea. Well, but that's basically what he said. But gastrointestinal. he said, it, yeah, gastrointestinal. Yeah. And he goes, so uh, we're trying to figure out what the deal is with toilet paper. And then he goes, he goes, um, there's five manufacturers in the U.S. that make toilet paper. We're not going to run out of toilet paper. Like, there's no sign that toilet paper was ever a threat. Right? Like, be, there's nothing that ever indicated that there'd be a toilet paper shortage. I feel like this started as a joke and it's just gotten out of control. Dude, I fucking, I sent you pitches. Yeah, there's no toilet paper anywhere. And they and they filled the bottom bin with like kids with toys. Fucking kids yeah. toys. And I'm like, wow. We got lucky. We're down we're down to our last two rolls, or so I thought. And then Gina popped her trunk. We had a 24 pack that we forgot about. There you go. Jackpot. But I mean But like it's still manufactured. And like you told me you're in Market Basket and they were rolling stuff out of the back. So they're still refilling the shelves, everybody. Yeah, they are. There's still like there is supply. You don't have to freak out. Yeah. And even it, Baker said it, our governor. He said don't go crazy and stock the whole basement. Just buy a few extra things. Like there's no reason to think that well, there's going to be a shortage of anything. I loved what he said too. He goes, so now that you, so now that you have a three year supply of canned goods, um, think about your neighbor. Yeah, exactly. You know, like what the fuck are you going to do? Maybe in six weeks shit? when like things are like returning to relative normalcy, hopefully maybe donate those to fucking charity. Or something. Oh, look at that asshole and his friend that bought all the fucking oh sanitizer. God. Yeah. All right. So those of you who haven't heard, it was a guy in, I want to say Tennessee. I'm 99. Is it Tennessee? Sure. Yeah, I think it was Tennessee. He, he, what a he, dick. He, well, he, I guess this is how this guy lives his life. I want to pull that up. Um, because that was a very fucking they fucking story. They, they destroyed him. Well, though, he was dude. In tears on the news. They destroyed him, and he deserved it. I'm sorry. You're selling sanitizer for fifty fucking dollars a bottle. Let's see. All right. So this guy. Um. This look, look at this, this guy. piece of shit. He looks like he's had a rough day. <laughs> Family man. Is that what his shirt yeah. says? Dude, he looks like he's having a real hard go. Um. So Noah and Matt Colvin. They went in and around Chattanooga, Tennessee, and parts of Kentucky. 
and they wiped stores clean of sanitizer and yeah. Lysol and cleaning products like the a couple of days before this exploded. So like it was recent enough that like they knew it was going to be a, a pandemic, but it wasn't so recent that people were freaking out yet. Right. Um, so they bought 17,700 bottles of sanitizer and Lysol and they were selling them for between eight and $70 a piece. Like what a piece of shit. Uh, they declined to expose their exact profits saying only that it was substantial Despite backlash and, and accusations of profiteering, well, Noah Colvin defended his methods to the time, saying there was crushing, overwhelming demands in areas not carrying the products. He goes, I honestly feel like it's a public service. I'm being paid for my public service. So what kind of delusional fucking prick is this kid? He's an asshole. Like, first of all, you know why? Oh, wait, you've on, created the public service right, because he- you've eliminated 18,000 bottles of that, sanitizer that people could have gone and from picked a community up. of like a hundred thousand. So you've now eliminated yeah. one out of every five people's access to fucking hand and did, sanitizer. So Amazon trashed him, dude. They like banned him, eBay banned him. So I guess this guy, what he does for a living, quote unquote, is he fills like storage lockers with in-demand products and he goes and he buys them out and then he sells them on eBay and Amazon for like a profit. And eBay and Amazon both Candom. That's his living. And it's his whole living. And the attorney general of Tennessee and Kentucky, they're both charging him with profiteering. Wow. And uh they cleaned out he had a he he he's trying to like evade it now. He donated them all. I, to said, charity. I said yeah, he donated them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Fuck. he's trying to get out of uh the you know <clears throat> consequences of it. Yeah, but still, you know what? Even if they don't Charge even if he doesn't get charged with that shit, his life's destroyed now because he's an asshole. Well, nothing, nothing. But what kind of fucking living is that? Well, get a, a life. He's an asshole. It's like it's you know it's legal scam scamming is what it is. It, it actually it's not well, always legal either. There's one thing. There's one thing to be uh, entrepreneurial, but that's just fucking people. And look, like I get it. Like yeah, if you're if you're smart enough to like foresee things that are going to be popular and you want to like buy a few of them and sell them third party, like hey man, if someone's willing to pay for it. Good for you. Right. But this is a matter of national security. This is a national emergency. This is a matter of public health. And you're depriving people's but, access. And, and 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 granted, he is an asshole. But, you know, Laura and I witnessed it. You know, people buying sanitizer in the fucking supermarket. And they're buying like eight bottles of it at a time. And I'm like. Bro, I have my bottle of Purell right there on right the there. desk. I have my Lysol wipes. And that's it. Right there. That's all you need, I wipe man. down the desk a couple times a day. That's if it. I go outside the house, I come home, I sanitize That's my hands. It. I mean, just be I, smart, and, man. And the thing is, is wash your fucking hands. Yeah, shave. I got to shave my beard. I've been told by yeah, a bunch of yeah, people. Yeah, people. Yeah, I was talking to my friend Brian. And, so uh, get ready. Peter Griffin's coming to the show next week. Woo! Special guest Peter Griffin. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> so fucking stupid. No, but like fucking, I, I just don't get it, man. I don't, I don't. Maybe we can get Randy Newman on the show. God, you've got a friend in me. So, uh, if anybody liked what Dean, uh, you've like, got actually, a friend. A lot of people in me. did actually uh, on Instagram. Well, all right, wait, let's back up. If you don't follow us on Instagram, what the fuck, guys? Just follow us on fucking Instagram. Yeah, what's the it? fucking problem? Like, how hard is it? You know, how hard is it? And like, I'm gonna berate you people for a second, mm-hmm. all right? Because I've been nice for 40 episodes now, and we only have 100 followers. We have 20,000 listeners, and we have 100 followers. I probably so should get that off. A lot of you, Jay. <laughs> I'm talking. Do not distract me with your Instagram <laughs> pictures, Zach. If you're out there listening, oh Zach. Oh my God, no. Well, now you made it obvious. I did. <laughs> um, anyway, you've had 40 episodes. Listen, please. It helps us greatly. Just go to Bel- at Belligerence Podcast on Instagram. 
and click fucking follow. Like you follow you follow goddamn Kim Kardashian. Did anybody like fucking it? Ariana Grande? Just fucking just follow us. Fucking just follow us, guys. Come on. Well, what's that thing? You know, um, stop. Was it? Uh, I do a great Randy Newman impression. I just posted. Yeah, that you today, really do. And it's excellent. And it's going to really brighten your day up in these times of uncertainty. That is really funny. Uh, I, can you send me that? That's going to be the thumbnail this week. I'm not going to spoil it, but no, I need that. You need to send me that. I don't care. Take a screenshot. Okay. There it is. Anyway. Um, so yeah, this prick in Tennessee, man. I, I mean, and then like the toy. Oh, actually I have another one. So today I went to four different places, Jay, looking for a case of water. Found one. Found one at the convenience store up here at the corner. You know how much it was for 24 bottles of water? Oh, you told me. $17. That's a gouge. And it, and it's like, it, it was so bold. She rang it up as if nothing was happening. And I just stared at her for a minute. And like the gears are turning. And I'm like, should I? I, I would I would have. Like I wanted to be like, I'm going to pay you. But I hope you can't fucking sleep at night. Fucking come on, man. So that's one. Come on. So as Joe Biden would say, come, come on, on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. You're full of shit. <laughs> As Joe Biden would say, Corn Pop was a bad dude. You work for me. I don't work for anybody. I don't work for anybody, pal. I don't work for you. Can I play something real quick? Yeah, go ahead. All right, so Connor and I, and this is, I'm not pitching Connor and I's show. Why not? Well, all right, it's called You Know the we Thing. St- we still haven't done We haven't done an, an echo cast either, so. Well, all right, so Connor and I uh, started a show, and there's only one episode out right now because Connor is self-isolating, whatever, and we'll be back, I'm sure, because we had fun doing it. It's called You Know well, the you Thing. Could- have them call in and do it well yeah we're considering that too i would do that um so it's called you know the thing because that's what joe biden called the constitution and it's a political (laughs) show and it's a show that i've been itching to do so connor because jay doesn't want to do it yes exactly i say that in the show connor thanks is a staunch bernie sanders supporter and i'm not um but i also think joe biden is losing his mind but anyway i have a theory what i wanted all right we'll get to can we can you can i play this first then we get your theory so I want to roll the intro to You Know the Thing. Okay. It's that blue button. Second one. Yep. Fat broads and horse-faced lesbians. All men and women created. Oh, I love this. Go, you know the, you know the thing. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. You, off the board. Or I'll come up and drag you off. I parked my car outside the gate. And I, he said, I'll be waiting for you. He's waiting for three guys in straight race. You may cut me, man, but I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. So I walked out with the chain. In those days, you used to remember the straight race. You'd bang them on the curb, get them rusty, put them in a rain barrel, get them rusty. He said, you apologize to me? He said, okay, close the straight race, and my heart began to beat again. Wow. I got one more thing. So that's Joe Biden. You dog-faced pony soldier. I couldn't, I, we, I, I wanted to fit that clip in somewhere. But that, so that speech, um, that's the intro. That's the actual intro. That's great. Show. When um, I heard it, I thought it was awesome. We cut up a speech that Joe Biden gave, um, and he gave it outside of a community pool that he used to lifeguard at in Delaware. And he was talking about a man named Corn Pop who threatened to kill him. And that was those are actual clips that we just cut the silence out in the middle. Yeah, you also forgot the part about how the kids used to rub his uh, his wiry blonde hair on his leg uh, between the. Uh, I, I missed that one. Oh yeah, between the he he, he says he, he's standing. Against the chain link fence, and the kids used to reach up and and rub his 
his uh, <laughs> wiry golden hair on his legs. And then he went in from that without it wasn't a, it wasn't a cut. He went in from that and he says, he says, yeah, he says, you know, I know cockroaches. I know cockroaches. He says, let me tell you, kids used to come up and sit on my lap. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, I yeah, know. But co- he's saying that as like a grandfatherly kind of thing. I don't think he understands what, what is, he's saying. What dude. is? I know cockroaches. What? I don't know. What? Nobody knows. Joe Biden is a quote machine. Okay, and he's like a it's Dan Quayle level because he quote actually machine. used to be a really good politician, and it's just too bad he's. Oh, well, let's give him a chance. Although you sent me that picture of him with his like that evil look on Isn't his that face, creepy dude, in the most obvious dentures I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's creepy. Um, so you ready for my theory? Yes. Okay, everybody, here it goes. This is about Joe Biden? Yep. All right. So um, say Joe Biden wins. Okay, let's say it. Joe Biden hasn't picked a running mate yet. He said he was going to pick a woman last night. Mm-hmm. He did at the debating mm, committee. I know, I know. He said he was going to. Can I guess? I guarantee he picks Hillary Clinton. No. Wait, let me finish my theory. That's suicide. Let me finish my theory. I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. So I think I know what you're going to say. Joe gets into the White House. Dies. He- nope. Hillary is his running mate. Hillary and his wife turn around and they 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 tell him, "Look, you're not fit to be president." So he has to step down. And who becomes fucking president? Well, there's the Twenty Fifth Amendment is what you're alluding to. <clears throat> it takes a lot more than I know that. it does. But, but but here's the thing, Jay. Here's why I don't agree with you. It's a theory. Dean. I know, but let me tell you why. Theories I are meant to be broken. I understand, but let me tell you why I think it's impossible. It's political suicide. You would not win with Hillary Clinton on the ticket, period. End of story. I'm it's just saying. It's a good she is, fucking theory, she though, is isn't poison. it? Yes, it's great, but she's poison. Yes, she is. So there's no way he'd be that stupid. Um, he's got to pick Liz Warren. You think so? Or Kamala Harris. I don't know, man. He'll pick up. I don't person. know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. You're full of shit. <laughs> Um, so we talked about one end of the spectrum. Uh, all right. You want to bring up Joe Biden? I'm going to bring up Devin Nunez. Why? You heard about this, right? I sent you a link earlier. Yeah. I mean, like, look, man. But it came from a very resourceful, uh, look at, place. Look, man. Listen. Hey, man. Hey, man. Listen. Devin Nunez. If you're going to call Joe Biden delusional, you have to call Devin Nunez delusional. Mm. Devin Nunez is probably a I think we're not going to talk about politics. We're not. This isn't even political. Devin Nunez, this is coronavirus related. In the, in the, in the wake of everyone at the CDC coming out in the public and his own president, Donald Trump. And. Saying. And. Please, our, please, and please our obey. governor. Yeah. And. Charlie. Well, in, fairness, in, in fairness to Donald Trump. He was very stern today. He struck a very stern, concerning tone today. And I think he finally is like, yep, follow the rules. This is real. Well, did you see when they brought that up to him? What? What they, brought what up? They, a girl asked him about that that article. Devin Nunez? Yeah. What did he say? He was like, oh, I, I haven't heard about that yet. He goes, and I'm going to look. <laughs> so like, for those of you who don't you know, Devin see, Nunez. I have to say, Trump's a bad actor, number one, right? He knew. But I have to say, he was very surprised and shocked to see that on so the Devin News Nunez, conference. So Devin Nunez, against all the advice of every fucking medical professional in this country, told his constituents on Twitter to go out, support local business, bring your family out for a nice dinner. He goes, you, won't even, you probably won't even have to wait very long. Yeah, you know why, Devin? You know why you don't have to wait very long? Because everyone with a fucking brain in their head is, is at not, home. Yeah, it's not going out and to And you dinner. know who else should be at home, Jay? 
the restaurant workers. Yeah. The ones who have to serve you and your stupid family. Oh, I know. Because you're too much of an asshole to stay in your fucking house, Devin Nunez. Yeah, and also their bosses and the owners of those restaurants. I'm sorry, but. And he always does shit. Like, who votes for Devin fucking Nunez? <coughs> He's crazy. You all right? Yeah. Anyway, I, I did a weird thing just then. I didn't want to make the whole show about fucking coronavirus, but like, there's really nothing else to talk about. There's no sports. There's no gathering. There's no music. There's, there's, you turn on the TV watched, and it's 24 7 fucking coronavirus. Well, I watched, there's nothing well, see, else to I, talk about. I watched. Uh, well, here's what's really cool Call like, of Duty came out. Yeah. <laughs> I've been playing The Division because the virus reminds me of The Division. So I bought The Division 2 and Which I'm playing gonna that. Probably buy for 10 bucks. It's not. And it's, a, it's, it's, like, it's like looking into the fucking future. But, you know, I what I thought was interesting today because I, I don't stay home, obviously, I work. I'm going. I'm going crazy already, man. I'm so stir crazy, and I work from home. I think now that it's mandated, I'm going crazy. I think like the elimination of my ability to go out if I wanted to, like I never go anywhere. Freaked out, but like the fact that I have to stay here now, I think it's like oh god. Well, I went out to throw the trash out today, and I was like, oh, it's sunny, and I'm getting some fresh air. I was actually going to call you up and see if you want to just take a walk, bro. It's going to be 75 degrees on Friday, so we should take a walk. Let's start taking walks. Let's get in the shape. I mean, what the fuck, man? We're not going to be. We're not going to be Japanese again. We're only around each other, so I got it. Listen, let's say this lasts six weeks. I'm waiting for somebody in this building to get it. Four months from now, I want you and I to do a show in Japanese, and we're going to be in great shape. You want us to talk in Japanese? Yeah, me and you. We're going to sign up on Pimsleur, and we're going to spend this quarantine time learning Japanese. What do you say? I don't have time. What do you say? You don't have time for that. (laughs) You got nothing else to do. I don't know if I'm going to learn Japanese, but I'll go for a walk with you. All right, we'll start slow. I'll, I'll take the walk opportunity to convince you to learn Japanese with me. Well, someone in this building is going to get it. The, the virus? Yes. Well, it's weird because I did look out in the parking lot, and there was a lot of people at home today, which was pretty cool. Yeah, but there's, there's but there's, they're also, you know who scares me? So we have a guy in our building who runs like a carpet cleaning company, and he hasn't stopped. He's out there cleaning carpets. Cleaning yeah. carpets. Which is disgusting. Yeah, man. If coronavirus is going to survive anywhere, it's going to survive on a fucking I mean, you know, and you brought up the restaurants and stuff. And my wife works for a a company that serves coffee and muffins. Yeah, like a breakfast restaurant, right? (laughs) Bless you. Oh, there it is. Oh, God. Get me out of this room. (sighs) No, I jump out the fucking window. First of all, you have cats. I'll see you later. I'm highly allergic to cats. Um, But, yeah. I I, world. The weird thing for me is um, that, you know, my wife still has to go and... Jesus Christ. He just grabbed a bottle of pills and ate them all. Um, no, Not but, really. No, but I just, you know, I just feel bad for my wife because, you know, she has to deal with this and she doesn't want to. And the other thing about it is, is she does have, like I said, a lupus. She has lupus. A lupus? A lu- it is a lupus. Well, my wife has a lupus. But seriously, lupus is, is a very serious immune uh, deficiency. Autoimmune disorder. Yeah. Yep. And, um, so, you know, it sucks because she has to deal with the public and tomorrow she's dreading going to work. She, I could tell she's bummed that she has to go. And, and uh, you know, I'm scared for her. You know? I mean, can I give you some honest advice? You have to get her off the TV. That's impossible. You have to. It's killing her. It's impossible. I Like I started to say, speaking of TV, um, I started to... Um, What's going on right now? Oh, Connor just, all right, we'll get to it. Go ahead. I started to, um, 
I'm, like I'm, I'm looking at. I was watching. Like I'm not, I'm not home, so I'm always watching movies and stuff. I mean, when I'm not home, I'm watching movies and stuff. And today was kind of cool that they did this, um, because what are you doing? Again, just just keep, keep finishing. Is it quotes? Sort of. God. Uh, so I thought it was cool that like the Sci-Fi Channel and all these channels are playing some really good fucking movies because they know people are home doing nothing. So. But uh, go ahead. Uh, let's. Uh, we, we're getting an update from Connor here <laughs> from the the other the other so Dean Con- show. Connor and I. No, this is about coronavirus. Connor and I are well, I know it's on about a mission, it. and he sent me a message. He said, "Do you want? Do you want some more uh, playing with numbers?" Oh my god! All right. Um, so I'm gonna just read this thread. So. This is the kind of thing that people keep posting, and it's stupid and it's dangerous. And this person, I don't know who Yossi Gestetner is, but he has a check mark next to his name on Twitter, so he must be somebody. Yeah. U.S. hashtag coronavirus death rate by date. And then he goes and he shows, demonstrates that on March 8th, there were 4.06% of people who died. On March 9th, 3.69%. Uh, March 10th, 3.01%, so on and so forth, until you reach March 13th, which was now two, almost three days ago. Uh, by the way, in that time, the number of coronavirus cases has doubled and the number of deaths have quadrupled. But we'll get to that. This person is illustrating the point, so the so-called point, that between March 8 and March 13, uh, the, the coronavirus death rate went from 4.06% in the U.S. down to 2.27%. Now, the death trails the infection. Like, that should be fairly obvious. Yeah. Like, we're still testing people. You're getting diagnosed, right? You're not going to die immediately. You're going to die in like three weeks or four weeks. So like there's a lag here. If we test 500,000 people tomorrow, right, the infection count is going to go up by 100,000, right? That makes sense, yeah. So now, but the death rate, the number of deaths isn't going to go up because guess what, Jay? They're not testing dead people. No, they're not. You have to wait for those people to fucking die. Right. So that's why the death rate trails. Well, some of them are going to die. Right. But that's why the death rate trails the infection rate because you're testing living people and you're adding numbers to the count of people infected. Right. You have to wait for people to drown in their own fucking sputum before you can add them to the death list. Sputum? That's the word. <laughs> okay. Um, so Connor makes the obvious argument here. <laughs> uh, oh, look at that. Connor said it takes time for people to drown in their own sputum. Oh, my God. Um, so this guy says if Obama was in office, none of this would be happening. H1N1 proved that. Please, most people that get this don't even feel sick. What is Obama? Can can you explain to me, Jay, what Obama has to do with that? I don't know. So yes, I Obama don't know. was in office when the H1N1 pandemic happened. But you know what the you know what H1N1 is, Jay? Influenza A. But that's what I'm saying. Like, what is? Why do we have to drag politics into you something don't. that's something that's happening all over the world? The death rate for influenza A, including H1N1, is something like 06 percent. And yes, H1N1 was a global epidemic bordering on pandemic, but it wasn't that deadly. And actually we had, we had a much better understand. It wasn't novel. The regular flu has killed a shit ton of people this year. But Jay, we call it novel coronavirus because novel means that no one on the planet is immune to it. It is a new virus. It's a new virus. Yeah. That's what makes it so dangerous because it's unpredictable. You don't know how it's going to affect any individual clearly the elderly are dying at like a 15 to 20% clip. Yeah. And like when you post shit like this, when you try to illustrate that the death rate quote unquote is being like inflated, 
it's it, all you're doing is fucking saying I don't care about any of you. I mean, dude, your father has a my heart father has problem. advanced heart disease. My my father, sixty eight years old. My father in law has a bunch of problems with your him. mother. My mother's ninety two years. My old. grandmother's ninety two with leukemia. It sucks, man. It's like I yes. don't even want to go to my mother's house. Like this idiot, this fucking moron. Yes, very good. You're in your thirties. You're probably going to survive it. Point two percent of people in their thirties or forties are dying from this. 0.4% of people from 50 to 59 are dying from this. So if you're between the ages of 20 and 60, you have something like a 995 or I'm 6%. I'm 58. Yeah, so you have like a 99.6% chance of surviving if you get coronavirus. I Congratulations. So. But you know what, Jay? What if you infect your wife? What if you infect your, your mother? Or my daughter. Or my dad. Or me. Or yeah. and, then, and then you infect 20 people and five of them die. Right. Like... That's where the death rate doesn't matter because, you know, even if the death rate is fucking 1%, what, why are you going to kill people who are vulnerable to this? Right. Just because you're a selfish fucking dirtbag? It's just, it brings out the fucking, and like, what is the point of posting shit like this? What are you trying to prove? Are you right. trying to get people, what are you trying to say? What is the point of this? Are you trying to tell people, ignore the fucking rules, just do whatever you want? Is well, that the point? That's the point. Are you trying to say that like Ob it's a conspiracy and Obama fucking caused it? What are you trying to say? What are you trying no, to say? No, no, he just said that, he just said that Ob if Obama was president, this wouldn't be but happening even, right What now. the fuck does that even mean? I don't know. I've seen a lot of people posting shit it like that. It doesn't make any sense. And I just laugh. I'm you know like, what would happen if Obama was president right now, Jay? He'd be doing It'd be the, a national fucking emergency. Yeah, he'd be doing he'd the same thing. fucking coronavirus. Yeah. The exact same fucking thing would happen. He's a person. It, Presidents it, are people. Donald Trump didn't pull fucking coronavirus out of his pocket and throw it into the sky. Like, can we fucking stop? This is ridiculous. Wow, you're getting really heated Because it's right insane. Now, <laughs> Yeah, but I've never seen you and get this heated on the show. Fucking, it's, it's incredibly just, fucking selfish. It's usually me that gets heated this bad. It's just, it's just Jay. It's getting on my. It's really fucking eating me alive. Well, don't because I'm a statistician, Jay. But don't let it, dude. I've let I've I've hinged my whole career on math and statistics. I know you have, and like I. I That's why you get mad at me. But I read a lot and I interpret things and I try to you, break things down. And I think that like it's important to not mislead people. I it's really important. <laughs> Like, another thing going around. Can I talk about one more thing before okay. I fucking drop dead here? Here we go. You, have you seen this fucking stupid, fucking, fucking, stupid, fucking graph? <laughs> showing the number. The, Dude, calm down. You're going to have a I'm heart sweating. Attack, bro. The count of people. The count of people in the United States versus Italy daily. Oh, it's uh, day don't one even, through nine. Don't even. Did you know that? I saw that. Did you know that on day nine, the United States number of people infected surpassed Italy on day nine? Did you know that, Jay? Yeah. Do you many, know what else? How many people in Italy you on day else, nine Jay? fucking died? You know what else, Jay? Italy's population is one sixth that of America. Yeah. And when I try to explain to people it's why that tiny. matters, they don't get it. You know why it matters, Jay? Because if the rate of infection in the United States after nine days was the same as the rate of infection in Italy, we'd have 18,000 plus cases in this country right now. As of yesterday, now that would be like 24,000 because we're up to 4,000 cases. Now, how many deaths in America? About, I think it's uh, 400 and... 60 or something like that as of today okay so about i lied it's not that high i think it's 168 but still italy's tiny they italy is having a can unique I, can, I, can i just say something oh, yeah. so i kept hearing this shit today oh man the, the, the president's gonna lock down the country and i'm like what does that mean i go first of all if that was the case we would have to have martial law tanks 
fucking soldiers in every single city in every single state. That's not even effective because you can't, have soldiers who are going to get coronavirus. Yeah, we, you can't you can't do that. Locking down the country means what he what he what he's doing now. What the governor's doing. What all the governors are doing. They're trying to they're trying to say, hey, ten people in a gathering. No, no more than that. You know what I mean? Just follow the Just fucking, fucking rules. Follow the rules, follow man. The CDC. These people are fucking doctors. Yeah. And they've studied. You it. know who's not a doctor? Donald Trump. You know who else isn't a doctor? Barack Obama. Okay, like fucking listen to the fucking epidemiologists. Right, they're who the are people giving you the advice. I have a a, a, a girl, a, a, an acquaintance that I went to high school with. Extremely smart person. She's a pianist on Broadway. She's a, a surgeon. She's a physician. Oh no shit. She's brilliant. Okay. She posted the other day on Facebook. Like she's not the type of person to like feel the need to like play the doctor card. But she posted on Facebook the other day that I don't know what town she lives in now, but she said someone in my town posted something on the community forum that basically said, follow this. I'm a doctor. He referred to himself as a doctor. And he said, follow these supplements and you will have a super immune system. And I could spit in your face with the coronavirus and you wouldn't get it. What a fucking moron. And you know, all the comments were like, oh, thank you so much for this information. People believe this shit. Oh yeah, dude. So she, she felt the need to like lay it out and say, listen, I'm a doc. Like, Here's the truth. Here's what you need to do. Who the fuck is this guy? He's not I, even... I don't know. She didn't, you know, she's not the kind of he's person fucking, that's going to he, like... He's a fucking medicine man. He's not a doctor. He's... Like, respect the people that have earned it. Respect the people that are fucking on the front lines, like who are researching and, and, and treating people and fucking right. like actually saving. Like, why wouldn't you believe the people that have made careers out of this? Why would you believe any politician right. over a doctor? What the fuck is going on, Jay? I don't know. And then you know what else about Italy? I'm, oh, go ahead. Do you know Italy? This is the kind of thing people don't bother to research. They see these stupid graphs and they share them. Do you know why Italy's fatality rate is higher than the rest of the world? Because Italy has the highest rate, the, the most people over 65 in the world. Italy's yeah, population sense. is 23% of them are over the age of 65. That's the highest proportion in the civilized world. Also, of all first world countries on earth, Italy has the highest proportion of smokers at 21% of people. 21% of Italians Jesus. smoke. So like there's mitigating factors that are causing the fatality rate in Italy to be higher than everywhere else in the world. Why don't people bother to digest this kind of information? Because it's people... Just, it's, either, it's either panic or dismissal and there's no fucking middle I'm never going to get a word in sorry. here. Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's just, it's, it's, it's just driving me well, you fucking keep asking crazy. questions and I'm I like, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, fucking. I'm, I'm going to just drink. I, go. I, I have yeah. beer. No, dude, it's fine. I, I agree with you. And, and, and the thing, I didn't know that about Italy. That's very, well, it makes sense to me though. Not that you say that because it just makes sense to me that there's a lot of older people in Italy. Um, but the, the weird thing is people, and I say this all the time. And I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm perfect or I'm the, I'm, I'm including myself in when I say this, that people are stupid, man. You're not stupid. No, no, but I'm just saying. You're skeptical at least, and that's a good thing. Well, I got to be. I think, I, I think that's, I, I, I have to be because I do look at, I, I'm a people watcher. My dad used to be like that. And I, I watch people and I look at them and I observe them. And I kind of like, People are like specimens to me when I look at the stupid shit that they do. And I, I can't believe, like, you know how I am driving. I watch the stupid fucking things people do. We can't, 
We and can't it, even talk when I'm driving. Because- but it just blows my mind how stupid, the, the stupid things that we do as human beings. Yeah. And then, like you said, here we are. You know, this guy says, oh, I'm a doctor. And and you're going to take, what kind of doctor are you? A holistic medicine fucking it's doctor? so Great. easy, Jay. Anyone, I could do this. Yeah, you know, I, I, mean, I should it. go on the I'll fucking on, Stoneham community page. And say, hey, Dr. Right Dean here. Yeah. Dr. Dean here, you know what you should do? You should fucking, if you have a cat, you should take the cat and squeeze its farts into your fucking mouth and then brush your teeth with the dry <laughs> toothbrush and that'll protect you from fucking coronavirus. It's, it's like, fuck, are there no boundaries? When did people, like, at what point did Facebook become this fucking gospel? Like, people, it's like, if- It is, man. And you know what else, Jay? If no, you it were, is. If you were offline- and someone said these things to you. Like if someone walked up to you in the street, right? And they said to you, I'm a doctor. All you need to do is take vitamin B and you won't get the flu. Like, wouldn't you be like, what are you talking about? Get away from me. I would. I'd say get the fuck away from me. But the second you put that on Facebook, everyone's like, oh, wow, doctor, thank you. Well, that's like that old commercial. Remember the guy, he's out there with the car and, and the girl's, the girl comes walking over and he's like, hey, what are you doing? And they're talking and he goes, where'd you hear that? He says, on the internet. He goes, don't you know everything's everything's uh, true on the internet? And that commercial is like a, like a decade old. Yeah, it's but it's so much worse now. But it's the way people. I, that's why I don't pay attention to Facebook anymore. I don't go on it. It's I a do cesspool. It is. It's I a go, fucking cesspool. I go on. To, I go on to Instagram. Oh, people are gonna be like, "Oh, gee, I see your posts on Facebook." I'm like, "Yeah, but you know why? Because they're shared from Instagram." Yeah, I don't go on Facebook. And when you, you don't post, you don't post anything. Everything you post is music related. Well, yeah, I, because I try not to get involved in the stupidity. You know what I mean? And and that's the thing. Like I, I literally, I I literally look at Facebook now, and because I used to use it all the time to promote my music and my band and stuff, and now I look at it and I'm just like, fuck this, man. I, because I remember one time that I had posted that I was a conservative, and dude, I got this fucking lashing from people. That just, it was bizarre, the shit that people were saying to me, and I'm friending you, and they fucking, and I sat there and I went, oh, okay, so I guess, you know, this isn't America, and I can't have freedom of thought and freedom of, to to decide what I want, and, you know, I guess that's not what I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to do, and that was it for me. I was, like, done with Facebook. I said, fuck this, I'm not posting anything about who I am, what I am, what I'm doing, unless it has to do with music. And, like, you're a thoughtful conservative. Just like I'm a thoughtful liberal. I don't fucking... Because, it's like, there's more to it than that. It's not just, like... Yeah, but see, that's... Like, the people that just immediately jump on you because you belong to a certain party are fucking ignorant. Yeah, but see, pe- well, people think that, that conservatives are fucking Nazis and, and... People think liberals are fucking idiots. And, you know, and, and that's... And, and but, you know, idealists. <laughs> right, but that's the thing. Like, I have... I have really good conversations with some of the dudes I work with, and I know that like they're Democrats, and they respect me, I respect them, and we talk, and we have good conversations. That's what you're supposed to do. Whatever happening to debating with people? Yeah. Wow. You, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, when I was growing up in school, I'll never forget this. Mr. Shepard, I, I admired this teacher. He was really cool. He was my, my uh, social studies teacher. He divided the room. And he told us what we were going to be. He said, you don't have a choice in this. That's cool. You're going to be the Republican Party. You're going to be the Democratic Party. And everybody was like, ah, right? So now it was interesting because he threw out some things. And this is in the sixth grade, dude. He threw out some things and we had to discuss it. 
and it got really heated with some of the kids. This is in the sixth grade, and it was cool. And he stopped after a while before the class was over, and he said, he said, you guys, that is what America is based on. Different ideas, different ideals, and, and, and a different perspective. He said, but one thing I loved, he said, is that you all came together in one thing. I just realized the Facebook notification is going to be on the show. But anyway, go ahead. Oh, whatever. Um, but I just thought that was cool. You know what I mean? Like, and I remember that in his class doing that because it was, it was an experience for me that I'll never forget. Yeah, it's a cool. I'd love to do that exercise now with adults. Wouldn't happen. Wouldn't that be interesting, though? It wouldn't happen. Like, imagine if you just rounded up, like, 10 Democrats and 10 Republicans right now and had that exercise. I, I'm, I, I would imagine there might be a couple of them on both sides that are actually pretty cool with each other and yeah. talk to one another. But for the most part... I feel like that would devolve into madness. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, I don't want to say that it's been all bad. Like, that's not fair. Like, there are a lot of good people. And there's a lot of people that are out there helping people. And, like, God bless. I don't believe in God, but, you know. Whatever. I know you don't. Bless the people. You know, I'm, I'm being serious, though. Like, man... The people who work in hospitals, nurses, doctors, people who are like putting in like 20 hour days and sleeping like on a cot and like these people that are setting up tents outside hospitals to test people and putting yeah. their own lives at risk. Yep. Like seriously putting their own lives at risk. Every time they do a swab, you know, they have to change their gloves and, and the, the everything. But even beyond that, like that the freaks that me are, out. The people that are like stocking shelves or like the mailman. Dude. I had that thought today. Like the mailman is still delivering mail. Well, like at at at, uh, at Market Basket when we were there, I, I even I looked around. I said to my wife, I said, "Wow, these people are busting their asses yeah. right now, and they're doing it for like the greater for good. They're doing it for for humanity. Us. Yeah, they're doing it so people can come to the supermarket and not worry about fucking not having food. And granted, it's a job, and they're making money but, for uh, their own families. But they could also say, "Fuck you, I'm not coming to work right. today." And no one would blame them. Yeah, exactly. But they're there doing it. That's so, why I, I watched them bringing out this this uh, pallet. So, like, thank people is what I'm saying. I did. I thanked the girl at the register. I said, you guys must be beat from this. Really, be kind. Uh, even, like, the the barista at Starbucks, the guy at Dunkin' Donuts, say thanks. Like, you know, even if it seems, it seems inconsequential, it seems minor, and it is in the grand scheme of things. In normal life, the person working the drive-thru window at Dunkin' Donuts is just another dude or woman, right? But, like... They have now families. they have families. They're worried. Probably yeah. they they probably go to work in the morning and they're probably thinking like, man, today could be the day that I well, catch this thing and it infect my mother and we all die. You, you witnessed me. Uh, I'm supposed to get my hair cut. Yeah, and it's like you, you know, know Bree, she's Bree, gonna come in and do it for you. Like, make sure you say thanks. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you will. But still, you're that like, kind of guy. She's kind of freaked out. Like she doesn't know whether to close or not. And I'm like, I told her straight out. I go, just close. It's my. My hair, I'm, I, my hair's going to be extremely long by the time I get another haircut. Yeah, but you look like Guy Fieri a little bit. But. I'm like, just close your fucking clothes, man. You know, but like seriously, like like you know whether whether you believe we're overreacting, whether you believe that like this pandemic's going to be the next Spanish flu, whether you're Republican, whether you're fucking Democrat, just say thanks, be kind, because like you know what, like the person that's handing you coffee or or giving you medicine or testing you for the coronavirus or or stocking the shelves at, at, at Market Basket. Like, they might not share your opinion. They might right. be scared. They might have sick parents, you know, and they're doing a service because, like, they're sacrificing their own well-being to be there for but you, see, even if they don't and feel I, that And way. I agree, dude. I totally agree with you. But, see, we have become the society of bubbles. It's like everybody's opinion it, is so much more important to them than 
hu- being humane. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Where we become a very selfish society. It's sad. But it, but again, I don't want to like stress. I don't want to like dwell on that because like <clears throat> a lot of the stuff I see on Facebook and a lot of stuff that pisses me off, it's co- it's confirmation bias, right? And like it's easy to see these things over and over again and feel like the whole world has turned and, crazy. But there's a lot of good people out there doing good things. Right. And 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 for the most part, like I said. Even we were out and about yesterday doing running some errands and stuff, and people were very courteous to one another and very kind to one another. Like, hold the door for somebody. Yeah. Fucking give them a head nod. Fucking, you know, well, I, reassure I, people. I hit this guy with my cart by accident because he kind of walked into it, too. And we looked at each other like, oh, dude, sorry, man. He's like, yeah, don't worry about it, man. You mm. know, like, like that kind of shit. I mean, I think that went on regardless. I hope. That still continues, and I hope people don't start getting crazy about stupid shit and and going, you know, I mean, I did see something stupid online where you know this guy beat the shit out of another guy for a, for a, uh, a package of toilet paper. Like it's so fucking ridiculous. Stop. You know, I just don't. I'm like, I don't get it. You know, we we had um, the supply and demand guy. Uh, I forget his name. Uh, he stepped up to the podium yesterday during the the a news conference. And he said, we have plenty of food in this country. We're, we're blessed with that. He said, we're blessed with having manufacturers of water and toilet paper in this country. Like imagine if this pandemic was, and it is affecting poor countries, but imagine if we weren't in America, imagine if we were in like, I don't know, Kenya or Argentina, Cambodia, Cambodia, or like a country that doesn't have the same sort like Cuba. You'd be like a fucked. country that doesn't have the infrastructure and the, the wealth. Well, dude, look at the Haiti when they got wealth. wiped yeah, out. Yeah, dude, exactly. Haiti's a good example. You know, it's like, man, just count your fucking blessings, will you please? Like, when, yeah, you can't leave your, you can't, you can't get tacos at the fucking joint down the street. But, but like, people get so fucking pissed. So, dude. so fucking eat something else and smile. Fucking Christ. Like, fucking. Yeah. I, I don't. I, there's a certain person that you and I know. Okay. And she was bitching and moaning that, what if I can't get my nails done? And I absolutely fucking sat there on the phone and looked at the phone because it was on FaceTime. And I said, wear a fucking pair of gloves then. Mm. I go, seriously, if that is the last thing on your mind that, that's the most important thing, then there's something fucking wrong with you, man. Like, getting your nails done? What about the girl doing the nails? Like, I have a close friend, Lisa, who's a dentist. Not a dentist, I'm sorry, a hygienist. So she's getting an aerosol of people spit in her face all the time. Day. And she has two kids. It's like, you know, like it could like you could be that. That's, that's a person who should my be dentist closed their shop. Yeah. Unless it's an emergency, an and absolute emergency. And it's like, man, like, th- like thank people fucking like, like, again, if you, like no matter how pissed you are, like if you, if you're too, if you got a really bad, like tooth infection or whatever, they, they, they will see you, but they're going to send it. They sent us a, a text message. Well, they're people. They have families. Yeah. They need to do what's best for them. They're going to send you to a hospital. Yeah. That's what they said. Wow. It's like, you know, what the fuck, man? Like, you know, it's like, that's what I don't think people understand. Like this, this lady came in and said to my wife, oh my God, you're open. This is awesome. This is, is so wonderful that you're open. Oh, yeah. Everybody else is closing. Thank God. And what my, a vital service you need, lady. And my wife wanted so badly to say to her, like, yeah, we're open. You're going to go home to your family. I have to deal with people all day long. This is what I have to deal with. You know, like, I, I'm, I'm afraid, you know, and, and 
compromised immune system. She, she, she can, she should be afraid. This is why I'm trying to get her to fucking not go into work tomorrow. Yeah. Do you know that since, uh, 1880, we've had three, six, nine, eleven epidemics, pandemics. And prior to that, in the in the when was the last one that was called a pandemic from around? You know, these are this is a list. The last one that was considered a pandemic was MERS, which is Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. It only affected 850 people, but it was a coronavirus and it was novel and it uh, was so. The way they define pandemic isn't necessarily number of infections, but it's geographical spread. So like if it if it's in America and in China and in Singapore and in Australia, you know, even if it's only a few cases here right, and there yeah. and it's not and if, if there's no treatment for it, then it can be considered a pandemic. So MERS was the last one. AIDS, HIV, um, has been a pandemic since nineteen eighty one. Yeah. It's been an ongoing pandemic. Um, and thank God we do have some drugs and stuff now and treatments that, that can actually uh deal with it, slow it down a little. And for all the fucking people. I keep seeing this one too, Jay. Have you seen this? No. People saying like a pandemic happens in every election year. Oh, for Christ's sake. So first of all, HIV started in 1981. Swine flu was 2009, <coughs> not an election year. Um, MERS was 2015, not an election year. So that just categorically doesn't make any sense. But second, again, what's the motive? Wait, wait. What are you trying to say? In 2016, did we have a pandemic? No. Okay. Of course we didn't. The last pan- I mean, Ebola was still... On the radar, yeah, but it was that's been on the radar down. for a long time. But it was the, so it was considered a pandemic from fourteen to sixteen. But and still, like, stop. Yeah, I know. Like, it's not a it's not a political conspiracy, guys. The wrath of God. I'm just reading what that says. Why does that say that? Where is it? Oh, because uh, they in ancient times they believed spirits and gods inflicted disease. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So just to give you some perspective here, and again, I'm not going to pass judgment on the coronavirus because obviously it's in the early stages and. Nobody knows what the death toll could be. It could be anywhere from 10,000 in the world so or millions. it could be 100 million. We mm-hmm. don't know. So, but with the proliferation of humans comes the risk of pandemic. And prior to 1880 or 1889, um, actually, I guess 1885, there had only been nine pandemics. Since then, there's been 12 in 135 years. In the previous 1,700 years, there were nine total. Wow. So, like, you know, we're seeing it more frequently. And, like, thank you know, but the irony, I guess, not really irony. It's probably not the right word. But the biggest reason for the explosion of human <clears throat> population is the, is inventions like penicillin yeah. and antivirals. And the fact that, like, people can survive pneumonia right now. And you end up with 8 billion people. So Malaria. Like, you know, it's funny because, like, what I take away from that stupid meme about every election year, there's a plague. <laughs> what I take away from that is like, man, we should be better prepared for fucking pandemics because it seems like it's happening a lot. Right, right. We've had one in 2002, 2009, 14, 15, and 19. So in the last decade, we've had five pandemics. Where do all, where do all of them come from? Um, so H1N1 came from Mexico. That was a swine flu. Yeah. Um. SARS came from it's was, a, SARS is a coronavirus came from China. China. Yeah, Ebola is Africa, MERS is the Middle East, and then COVID is China. Well, yeah, it is China, but that's another thing. I I'm saw tired. someone call it the China flu today. What <sighs> the fucking China flu, you idiots! Uh, 
But they that was another it's thing. It's so fucked up were, to call it the China they were yelling flu. At, they were yelling at people for calling it the Wuhan virus. Don't call it that. And it's I'm, not the people of Wuhan's I'm, fault. I'm like, I'm like, right, but but that's where it originated. So but don't don't jump all over people's bones because they said that. It's like fine, but you it's know called COVID nineteen. That's I, what it's called. Or call it coronavirus. People know what I'm coronavirus. About. And I'm tired of fucking stupid people that literally had called up in the beginning. The Corona Bear Company. I know. And they were looking for a uh, Corona Bear virus. Like, what the fuck, dude? I know. I don't know. Um, Human beings. Yeah. Educated apes with cockies. That's right, baby. No, but like, the, I, think the, I think the concern with calling it Wuhan virus is that after the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor, we interred 500,000 Japanese people on the West Coast. Japanese Americans. Okay. In 2011, in 2001, when, when the tw- Twin Towers were, were attacked, we stigmatized every single Muslim in this country, right? And now you have a pandemic, and if you label it China flu, what no, do you think is going to happen to Asian Americans? But it's not a Americans? flu. But I'm sa- again, I'm saying if you're ignorant enough to call it that or it's label the, it Wuhan It's not the virus, Chinese people's fault. But what I'm saying is no, like, I get what you're saying. It's Jay, just, you're a smart person. You're an intelligent human fucking being. Pisses but there are me a lot off. of people, even now, there's people who won't go to Chinatown. I mean, now it's irrelevant because well, you can't dude, go to restaurants. But for a while, people wouldn't go to Chinatown. Dude, somebody said to me the other day. Chinatown isn't China. Newsflash, no, like, it's stop. not in China, stop. people. Listen, somebody said to me the other day, I had mentioned like, hey, when you want to get some Chinese food. And they were like, dude, you don't want to eat Chinese food. It's like, it, it, hello, I'm like, we're not in China. I mean, but I'm newsflash. Like, I'm like, why is it in the food? <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I know the people at that restaurant. They're very nice. I uh, can't take it anymore. I'm, I'm, I, Jay, this has been the most stressful show that I've done. I'm sweating. You are. I'm you're really, you're excited. Well, because like, man, I just, I just don't understand why. Like, is it, is it a coping mechanism? It has to be, right? No, I think, no, I really don't believe that. I really think. I think it's people, a coping mechanism. No, I, I've said it before. Ignorance breeds stupidity. And when people are ignorant to things, what happens is, is they take it upon themselves to educate the rest of the world. <laughs> I guess. With and, their, with, educate. Yeah. And to, to spread their own fucking virus. Their own virus. Their verbal virus. Their verbal virus of bullshit. We should call the show verbal virus. We should. Oh, that's a good name a good for name. a podcast. Let's do it. All right. Um, Man, I don't know if I get the stamina to go another 25 minutes. No, that's I'm what, good. I, I that's think, what she said. I think we... Uh, well, I want to read this. I think we blew our load and... Uh, I, sh- I sure did. I'm exhausted. You did, man. I tell this you. This was an It got show. messy in here. <laughs> uh, there's this one other thing. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I, this is... I just got to say, this is the thing, right? What? This? 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is hilarious. So there's this thing floating around Facebook. And like, there seems to be Ooh, this... Hang on one sec. Remember I talked about clickbait? Yeah, that's this, what this, this is. is basically. Yeah. All right. Let me give you some perspective. This is clickbait to the point where this person has, it's just a person that I went to high school with. Look how many likes it has. Jay, I want you to read that out loud. Where? On the, on the left. That? Yeah. Read that number. 359. Yeah. This is just a person. It's fucking pathetic. So I'm seeing this stupid post going around. It's like, okay. 481 shares, dude. That exceeds <laughs> oh the likes. God. What the fuck, man? <sighs> so every time there's an event, anytime there's like a bad thing, like it happened when like Haiti had the floods 
not the floods. Was it an earthquake? Excuse me. Oh, they yeah. They they also hit, got hit by a fucking uh, hurricane too, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. It happened when Puerto Rico got hit with the hurricane. It happens when there's any any sort of tragedy, sad a shooting. Anytime yeah. there's a massive shooting, people just make up stories on Facebook, and it's fascinating because like. <sighs> Well, she's a brilliant writer. If this really it, came, she from didn't her. write this. This oh. is something I've seen. That I've seen a few people post this. It's so sensationalist and over the top, and makes me cringe. And for people to just gobble this up, and they like there's comments on this thing. They're like, "Thank I'm, you for sharing." This I'm is, actually this is a true story. When you re- read this, I'm actually muting my mic. All right, because right, you make it all dramatic. Well, so let me tell you the story of a probably. <laughs> A, a totally not fictional. I'll say I'm, mute, I'm story, muting my mic. A totally not fictional story of a 92 year old man in Target. <clears throat> Here we go. Today I cried. Not because I'm stressed out. Not because I'm angry. Not because I'm scared. I cried because of a 92 year old man. I went to Target. It took me a few minutes, but at that moment I realized the world is different. Maybe it's only for right now, or maybe it's forever. But it's different. As I finally made my way down to the paper products, I noticed a man. He didn't have a cart, but a cane. I approached him. I noticed he was confused. And I said, Are you looking for something, sir? He looked at me. A tear in his eye, and he said, I just need some toilet paper. I'm down to my last roll at home, and I need about four or six to last me the month. This is my third store today. (laughs) As I glared at the empty shelves, I didn't know what to say. I knew about the toilet paper shortage, but I was still unsure as to why it was happening. I explained to him that the virus everyone was worried about And unfortunately, there's been a run on toilet paper and hand sanitizer and cleaning products. I'll never forget what he said next. I've heard of a run on toilet paper. I was two when the Great Depression hit. Those were tough times, but we all helped each other through those times. Hoarding things we didn't need wasn't an option. I heard it was happening elsewhere, but I didn't think it could happen here. I'm disappointed in all these people. Another customer was standing next to me at this point, and she mentioned having some toilet paper in her car, and she offered some to him. The tears started rolling down my face, and I didn't want them to see me bawling like a baby. He didn't realize there was a toilet paper shortage because he's not on social media or constantly watching the news. He's just trying to live his routine life that he's loved for 92 years, a life you can tell he's grateful for. There's no need to panic in chaos and literal mass hoarding of supplies for months on end. Sure, I think the virus is real, but this has nothing to do with the virus. It has to do with the reaction to the created hysteria that some of the most elder of people are not panicking over. Forget about politics. Forget about the media. Forget about the 75 rolls of toilet paper that you think you need. Instead, think about the 92-year-old man who just needed some toilet paper so he could help living his life and learn. Learn from him. Oh, yeah! (sighs) 
Yeah. And on that note, I that, bid you adieu. That, that was amazing. I was a very. You know what? You Did should I get the golf clap. You should. You should get an Academy Award for that Thank one, you. bro. That was good. I enjoyed that. that you know, actually, hearing you read it that way was actually like a, a hallmark moment. To get the chills? No. First comment, this breaks my heart. I got a little soggy in my pants. My though. parents aren't on Facebook or anything either. I called them to wish them well. These people are such fucking tool bags. Oh, this one. I hear you, girl. Same thing happened to me yesterday. It was heartbreaking. Shut the fuck up. The same thing didn't happen to you. Shut up. Oh, God. Jay, I got to get off social media for a while. You should. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. You're going to find me dead from just having it. I'm going to have a fucking aneurysm. <laughs> and and uh, anybody out there, if they actually. If you share that and you're offended, I don't care. You're an idiot. Yeah, I don't give if a If you're fuck genuinely either. sharing this shit and you think it's true. You don't think that someone like me wrote this in five seconds? Like if Dean honestly said to me. If I wrote that and shared it right now, I bet you a million people would fucking share it. I should try that. You know, it's funny. Dean's not 92 years old. But if Dean said to me, he says, geez, dude, I think I only have like two rolls of toilet paper left. My wife's sister was like, she doesn't have any. And I'm like, tell her to go find some. You would have given me toilet paper but, if I needed it. But I would have. I would have given both of you toilet paper. I would have come, I would have come down and held you at gunpoint. No, I would have. You'd be like, dude, here's a couple of rolls. Well, you know we had what a mean? plan to go raid my office Shh. if it came down to Shh. it. <laughs> I, no one knows where that office is. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, we're going to wrap up here because I'm sweating and I'm exhausted. And this show took a lot out of me tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right, baby. Um Seriously, though, in all seriousness, to close, everyone stay healthy. Follow the rules, please. Stay remember, safe, Stay man. safe. Remember that you're not you, – most people – the demographic listens to the show, the vast, vast, vast majority of you would be fine. But remember, it's not about you, okay? It's about society. It's about, it's about the each other, good. man. It's about each other. It's about humanity. Be kind. Say thanks. But most importantly, keep yourself healthy. And keep listening to Belligerents because you're going to be bored and we have 41 episodes for you to listen to. So get on it. Yeah, and man. follow us at Belligerents Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, please stay safe. And um, by the way, I just dropped um, a deuce, a new single on. A deuce? Uh, you I, just said I just, I just dropped a deuce. Oh, yeah. Stop. I you did. just I did. said I just, I just dropped, dropped a deuce. deuce. It was Freudian the st- slip? It was the story. Am I going to have to wipe um, down that chair? I told you my, my, my pants was were moist. Was it because of my read? It was yeah. actually, yeah. Made me shit, but anyway, um, no, I just uh, we just dropped a new single called We. Well, I yeah. Oh, you refer to Aircraft. Yeah. Actually, it genuinely is We in yeah. this case, isn't it? Okay, it's uh, great. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, it's called uh, Neon Drive, and it's on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, and it is on all different uh, platforms of streaming. So please check it out. Should we play a clip? Sure, if you'd like. All right, pop me up, baby. All Let's right. Be. Here we go. Yep. So this is called Neon Drive by Echo Craft. Do you have a preference where I start it? Uh, Should I just play it from the beginning? Actually, start it from where Adam kicks in, because that's like one of the best parts. So, Do you know what time stamp that is? Uh, I have no idea, dude. Well, then I keep it muted. It's around here somewhere. Yeah, it's it's a different uh, type of piece for me. So let's, uh, yeah, go up more. Oh, yeah, oh, I just hit myself in the head. Uh, right about there. Let's try that. Oh, we should back it up. Okay.
Very Satriani. Yeah. Very 80s synth wave. I like it. Look at that bass line. That's uh, Zach Murphy playing bass. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah. I take it back. I hate it. <laughs> but yeah, man. Just kidding, so, Zachy, baby. Love you. So check it out. Uh, it's uh, something new that I dropped on uh, Friday the 13th. All right. All right, guys. Yeah. So uh, listen, stay safe, stay healthy. Please follow the rules like Dean said and um, fuck off.